1006. Welcome back to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. Thanks for texting in. I love seeing all your good morning texts. Everybody's texting me things they see on the road. It's National Peanut Butter Day, which we got to talk about. Everybody's still texting me. Uh, whether it's a peanut butter hamburger recipe, um, peanut butter chocolate recipe, people who don't like peanut butter, I still, I still I love know, you. It's I, okay. I've never met one of those people. I, it's very, very rare, very rare. I mean, I know people who don't like like almond butter because that's probably an acquired taste, but not peanut butter. But yeah, we're getting all the different texts. It's kind of funny to see back here. So now we're going to talk um, about PEOs in the HR world and payroll and and how to maybe, you know, keep em- employers around, retain employees, right? Because we're seeing a, a lot of That's shifts. a difficult thing nowadays. <laughs> well, it seems like it. Well, and if then if the, you have a valid reason to actually let go an employee, they'll start blowing up your phone, threatening this and that, which is crazy to me. Like... Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, of course, Stacy Stacy deals with this on a daily basis. I know, Stacy, you are pure. <laughs> but you but are. it does. It, it does happen. I mean, uh, somebody's just some... My dad taught me a long time ago, if, if a person is not right in one position you've got them in, see if maybe they'll fit in another position in the, in the organization. And sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. But, right. but well, still, you, you try to, you know... Well, part of, you try you know, to work somebody out. It's naturally. Nobody wants to lose their job, and nobody right. wants a job. I, I wouldn't want the job of having to relieve somebody of a job because they're looking forward to that to pay their bills and their family. And it's not so forth. The, the favorite part of my day. My, my dad told me two things when I told him I was going into HR. The first was always remember you don't fire people, they fire themselves. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And the second was, if you ever get to a point in your career where firing somebody does not bother you on some level, Uh it's time to find something else to do. Your dad said that? Mm -hmm. That's correct, too. And I've carried those things with me through my HR career. And typically, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if it's an uncomfortable termination, if it's something the employer isn't just comfortable doing themselves i will do that termination for them with them you know however they well a, a lot of times though and, and it's better for us to do it uh, a lot of times because we know how to keep things on a on a level without getting someone emotion uh, yeah. get emotions, emotions involved detachment that yeah. often is needed in that yeah, situation yeah and that's that's a good point because what can happen is as an employer you're upset because somebody has done something that requires you to let them go. Well, your anger is going to be vented out, coming out. Well, if you wouldn't have done this, or blah 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 blah. And you're going to say and, something. And, and you, you could say not. something you wish you wouldn't have. And uh, another famous saying is, "Don't ever repeat to somebody or say something to someone that you can't repeat in court." That <laughs> so. is true, also. And, and like I said, you know, so often I'm that that one step removed. And when the employee has that emotional reaction with me. I don't take it personal because it has nothing to do with me, nothing at all. And I know that and I realize that. And the second is it's very hard for any human on the planet to admit I'm here because of my own doing, especially when it comes to, you know, being terminated. I'm not talking about layoffs, reductions in force, anything like that. But, you know, when you find yourself being let go because of your own actions it's very hard to, you know, for many people to accept that, admit that and, you know, just accept it and go on 
so when they have that blow up i'll listen you know i'll talk to them let them know you know what they can can't do and if they need assistance to you know contact me with the unemployment process whatever it may be but you know, the big thing is, you know, I don't take that personally. I let them take their time to get over it. Process um, it. Just in the last week, this is this is absolutely no joke, though. I have been threatened three times uh, when I've let an employee go that they're going to sue. Oh, okay, okay. And they yeah. have absolutely no grounds. Well, whatsoever. that's the first. The first thing is always I, I've got I've got an attorney on speed dial. Right. And uh, my my request to that or my comment to that is. You need an attorney on speed dial. Right. How often does this happen? Oh, my word. That's actually a really valid point right there. (laughs) And that's why Chip's not in HR, because that is not (laughs) an appropriate response to that comment. (laughs) That was a good burn, though. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, you know. Uh, if someone had really needs an attorney on their speed dial, then that means they that probably they, have bigger it's problems. It's like you hoodlum. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's, it just that, that tells me you, you've been in this situation before. Well, right. I know that's also something, you know, I remember when we were like little kids and obviously we were just messing around, but we would like push each other and and push each other off the swing or the sure. monkey bars. And yeah. yet, I'm going to sue you when we don't, you know, get a little tushy hurt, you know, I'm going to sue you. And it's like, obviously not. It's just something like people automatically say because it's scary to a lot of people. Like I know companies, they'll avoid conflict forever because they are so so afraid of being sued lawsuits I see that every day are every terrifying day, every single day but and that's okay too it's not as easy though to sue your employer for wrongful termination as people think it is it's actually an entire process and it's literally going to take you years it's going to take years years if you're trying to get so much money oh it's crazy it's crazy but I mean, that's what that's the thing though in the court system and, and you'll 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 grow very old well, we've recently seen in the news, um, too, like people who are, you know, call out their bosses and say all oh, that. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. Oh, absolutely. And they start all this kerfuffle and this drama, and then it turns around and, like, the whole thing is obviously a problem, but then there's, like, there's other problems, money problems, stealing problem, and you're like, why did you do that? Why'd you do that? Like there's a, I think there's just a way to handle things too. Well, yeah, there's and a way so to handle things. If you are a business owner or even a nonprofit, I'm sure you guys could work with nonprofits at well as well because that would probably help a ton in having accountability with nonprofits because I know that's one thing right now. I I worked in them. They need more accountability. Um, no offense to to <laughs> boards, but they no, don't they, always hold things accountable. Whereas in, you know, having a PEO service could kind of look through your books or hey I just hired a new you know uh I don't know volunteer coordinator for our organization and so they're going to be compensated this amount and it's only part-time right and so you have to like keep them in check and make sure you know did they sign a contract or a waiver and then how are the volunteers going to come on is there an insurance policy with them so then they don't get sued right that's the thing there's so many different levels to it as well and the same goes to a business right you have employees come in they trip on your front doormat I'm going to sue you. <laughs> right? There's all oh, these absolutely. different... It's more than even just getting fired. People are... I don't litigious. know if they're sued. Li- we've become a very litigious society. Mm-hmm. And we, well, I think what, ha- what has happened society. is everybody sees... And this is no reflection on any particular law firm in particular. 
Mm-hmm. But everybody looks at these commercials on TV and the first thing, I'm going to get you the money you deserve. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you know you deserve that money? You know, I mean, and and those are usually personal injury attorneys and they have their place and and they do a good job. Right. But in different cases, it's warranted. Right. So so there's there's certain situations, but people just get all upset and they just think, well, I'm going to sue you and I'm going to take you for everything you've got. Okay, we'll come back when you're about 90 years old and we might have to settle this. I mean, it it just people just don't walk into a courtroom and the judge goes, okay, well, he's going to write you a check here when this is over. That doesn't happen. It just doesn't work that way. Not in any case, too, whether it is. I don't care what it is. Yeah, no fault cases or whatever. Somebody slams into the back of you. You get a head injury. Trust me, I've been there three years over three years sure. it took to get any form of compensation you were just paying out of pocket for all these bills yep so it takes a while you really like you got to think about it for a second so something like that a lot of times i think people also say things in anger so and that's what i was referring to you to. in anger right that's Absolutely. why i was referring to that, that I, I mean you need avalon to handle these situations mm-hmm. because take yourself out of that situation and put us in that role where Stacy does not really have a, um, shall we say, vested interest in that person's no skin in the uh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just you know they're upset. Stacy's not upset, um, and and th- that way it can be handled on a on a on a lower level, if we'll put it that way. So, yeah, that's the best way to kind of kind of do it, though. And I think you know it saves a lot of probably litigation oh absolutely and it it doesn't mean that you know yes i keep my calm during those conversations but there are times when i have let out a scream when i've hung up there's times that i've had to leave the building and not say a word and do a a, a quick walk around the block Mm -hmm. um yeah I, i get angry as well but i don't um you know i don't take it out on the employee because i realize the situation that i've been I've just put them in, but yeah. I'm human too. I don't like being threatened. I don't no. like being yelled at. And but I will talk to this saying, "Listen, I understand that you're upset, but can you know we please talk about this? Let's talk about the things you need. I will send you instructions for unemployment. This is where you can find your information. Make sure that they have everything that they need. And sometimes, right that minute, they're not willing to receive the information. So I usually follow it up with an email or say, "Listen, call me back." when you know you've had a minute and we'll talk about the things next steps for you and you know some people some people get it um I, you know I've, i worked at a job one time that was um they had sold off and every single friday when i came in i had to let 20 to 30 people go every friday for two and a half months mm-hmm. i would come in at eight i would get my list from our corporate office of who was on the hit list that day i would prepare all their severance packages i would call the the workforce division in our state and set up a reemployment opportunity training for these people and for two and a half months every single friday i would come to work and and let 20 to 30 people know that as of that day they were no longer employed that that takes a toll on your mental health my mental health I'd come home every Friday and just sit in the bathtub and have myself a nice long cry and then you know move on to the next week mm-hmm. it's not something that that I find pleasant but yes I can be that emotional removed person that is often needed in those situations because again I know it's not at me personally um, I know that they are you know anybody's upset 
when they found out that they've lost their job Mm. and that's where you know and I know the things to say and not say to keep our clients safe I'm not going to ever say anything that's going to put our client in a courtroom with me having to defend that act that termination right and I have argued with clients when they wanted to term somebody and I've been like I do not feel that you're setting yourself up for a good position mm-hmm. should this become a defensible situation, you know, and to do that, this is what I need from you yeah. to make sure that you're covered. Because again, when you go in front of the EEOC, the Equal Opportunity Employment Commission, mm-hmm. or in front of an attorney or an unemployment mediator, anyone, they don't know me and they don't know the employee. They have to base their decision solely off what information I can provide in writing Mm. not what I say but what I can show in writing have we documented the steps has there been prior documentation Um, documentation I think is the key it's huge it is paramount in the proper documentation one of the few unemployment cases I've ever lost in my life was in the state of Georgia and this employer had documented everything it had been mentioned in three consecutive years annual reviews that this area needed work it had been addressed in emails in writing that hey this behavior was not correct or this procedure was not correct it had been addressed multiple times it had been addressed in the performance write-up but because at no time during any of these write-ups or discussions was the employee specifically told that failure to correct these behaviors could result in the loss of her job, Uh we lost the unemployment hearing. And I'm just, I was, I was flabbergasted. I mean, I was devastated because I was like, I typically don't, you know, I don't lose these things often. Mm -hmm. And that one just shook me and it stuck with me. And it's hard sometimes in my position because I have to rely on the client's to provide the documentation that I need. I'm not there on site with these employees. Right. So when I'm coming back to you, when you say, hey, I want to terminate so-and-so. Sure. And I say to do so safely and put yourself in a good position, this is what we're going to have to see happen first. I have to rely on them to do that. Mm. And if they don't, you know, then it's it's more education with the employer saying, hey, Mm -hmm. we are responsible for your unemployment piece to keep your cost low and to keep those costs from going up right I have to have these things from you or your unemployment insurance is going to skyrocket it's going to be ridiculous if Mm. I can't fight your claims and win your claims with the needed documentation you're going to pay the ultimate penalty for that Mm -hmm. so a lot of it is education on my behalf Um, you know trying to get the employers hey this is what we need to do this safely this is just best practice kind of things right and um you know, th- that's my goal this year is really to do client education. Um, I, we've added some additional staff at Avalon that are going to take over some of the things that I've been doing. And I'm very excited about that because that will give me the time to do those education pieces that I feel are so important yeah. and that we need our clients to do. And, you know, I, I'm, that's that's my goal for this year is, is our client education piece, putting yeah. them in their best possible position for the decisions they're making. So a part of that be also the documentation part, making sure that they have those proper, cause like, you know, you sign, you look at a contract or you're onboarding into a, a position. Usually it says like in print, not fine print right there, failure to abide by these guidelines, these rules, 
these regulations, whatever it is, could result in termination of employment. That's right. mostly right there at the front end of the of the job. So like that's why it's like why can't something like that come out? So if they never had that, then they, they do. Um, it, but some of our clients, that's just it. They have been with us so long that as more best practices were put into place and new things added to their onboarding. Sometimes it wasn't captured with some of these clients because at the time they joined us, it wasn't a thing. Um, It wasn't necessary. Their new employees have it, but some of their original employees may not. So it's going back and, you know, trying to audit that is, is difficult. And when I catch it, I always send out, hey, you know, let's Let's have this person update some paperwork um, just as for best practice kind of thing. So that's what my goal is this year, to, to go through that, bring everybody up to the same page, the most current standards to protect them and keep you know things updated as we go along. That's what we talk about often is our partnerships. You know, as, as NAPIO, the National Association for PEOs, lets us know of changes. As SHRM, the Society for Human Resource Management, notifies us of changes, making sure that our clients are aware, make sure our paperwork is compliant. That all falls on us and not the client individually to try to keep up with forever changing documentation from the IRS, from mm-hmm. the Department of Labor. Every day there's a change on something. It feels like every single day. Every day. Every and day some new rule, that. some new regulation. And, and and the general business owner cannot – There's it's impossible to keep up with all this. It just we seems do. like it's – having rules change every day, though, like could set people up for failure. You know? Sure Absolutely. Very, very easily. That's why it's like you need somebody in your in – your, in your wheelhouse to be able right. to and that's what we do for a business i mean you know we we make sure that all these things are compliant i would go crazy like having to keep up with that like just thinking about it like yeah. a law a restriction a guideline money this is, ta- this is what I, I had to call the department of labor the other day okay and the first gentleman i talked to said ma'am this is the department of labor we don't do that and i said sir respectfully you issued the document that I'm looking at. So yes, you you do do that. And I have a question about it. He said, well, you said you have the document. I said, yes, sir. And he goes, well, then the answer to your questions in the document. I said, sir, if it is in this document, I apologize, but I cannot find it. You are a very nice human. Can I just say that here? (laughs) Stacey Orrin, you're a very nice human. Chip Wood would have chewed them out he wouldn't have even cared if it was his birthday which oh, happy no. birthday chip well thank happy you. birthday chip. he would have chewed him out and, and ate him for his birthday cake but see that, <laughs> that's the thing too again from multiple experiences with the irs the department of labor the unemployment commission i know how to talk to these people yeah. so they will help you and because if you're not nice to these people they'll just flat stonewall you they're like sorry i don't know what you're talking about sorry can't help you and so he got someone on the phone that was able to help me who's actually very funny and very kind and um, I said you know to cover my bases on this can you please send this to me and Roddy you know show me where this statute actually says that what I'm asking you is okay and he's like absolutely so I have them follow up and send it to me so I have it to fall back on if the Department of Labor comes back in six months and go, wow. oh no, oh, you can't yeah. do that. <laughs> right. But oh, you said I could yeah, six that's months good. ago. And here's the email. And this gentleman was so nice. He, and he's like, this is a very difficult area. He said, so keep my name and number. And if you have other questions, you can just call me directly because that is my area of expertise. Oh, okay. I you keep, have that connection. I keep those people. I make those connections. I keep those people. 
And like I said, as long as you approach them, and, and my thing is, hey, we're just trying to do the right thing, and I would rather ask first to make sure we're doing the right thing than to mess it up. And they're always like, we appreciate that. Thank you for reaching out. And they will provide the information. But it's all on how you approach them. And that is truly my thought. I don't want to mess it up. I don't mm-hmm. ever want one of these agencies coming back and saying, oh, hey, you did not do this right. So if there is any doubt, um, I do not hesitate to use the phone a friend option. You know, right? whoever I have to contact to get that verification, I will do. And like I said, then I'll keep it in case they come back. And, you know, because and, 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 that's happened. You know, they have come back and said, oh, no. And I'll be like, but wait, you know, I verified it with this person on this date. Here's the email. Can we please confirm? Mm -hmm. And so you just, you have to keep those things. You have to make those connections because there's going to be times when when you need help. And you need to know where to go to ask for it. Otherwise, you can, we had an issue come up yesterday. And I bet it took us, I don't know, 10 unsuccessful phone calls before we ever got to the right person and it circled back to it was a contact our tax manager had made within the organization we were trying to reach she was able to reach her and she was able to resolve our issues but not before like I said we we went through multiple rabbit holes trying to to you call several agencies to get an answer Mm -hmm. and you call the responsible agency and they're like not us and and a lot of them just keep going look you know we don't do this Mm -hmm. and so they'll pass you to somebody else who's been there maybe i don't know three weeks right and then they pass you to somebody that's been there a month the runner yeah i mean everybody's been hiring these new people and and in their defense not everybody is up to speed on what's going on sure so you try to sometimes we're trying to help them out (laughs) with with their job mm-hmm. and but, the learning process yeah, yeah. But, they are complex issues there, but there are a lot of complex issues and not everything is a yes you know they say well it's either a yes no answer no no not really no not really sometimes gray areas can get a little darker gray and you know maybe not as gray right and, so yeah you, you, it, you need avalon absolutely yeah, I don't want to make all those phone calls. I'm sorry. I'd give up after the second one. I'd be like, you but know you what? Can't. Bye. You, you just... can't. That's just it. You can't give up. I know. That's See, for me, I'm just like, I definitely, I'm pretty stubborn, but even like fighting a hospital bill that I've been fighting for, it's only been a month really, but they sent it to me late and just fighting them. I was exhausted after just like one phone call, getting the runner, sending to this person and I'm going to put you on hold and put you with this person. I'm like, what are you doing? I just need you to tell me like, <laughs> why did you bill me this? I haven't been to the hospital in like six months and I just need to know what I'm paying for. And the runner, I, for me, yeah, I'd rather just, if I can pay somebody like a PEO for my hospital or any of my bills, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> they can do it. But yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of work. And so for businesses, business owners, um, even take, a general we'll, manager. We'll take who's it off your head. We'll yeah. just take it right off your shoulders and have that conversation. If you're a general manager, right? The GM of a business right. and you're driving, you're like, you know what, this would help us a ton. Give me a call, 850-475-1555. We're located here in Pensacola on South Pace Boulevard. And uh, I'll be more than happy to sit down and talk with you in person or over the phone. Or mm-hmm. If you've got just a question you want to ask, please do. 
Absolutely. Find them online, avalonhr.com. Here locally, serving nationwide. Email info at avalonhr.com or 850-475-1555. You can also use that number to call and wish Chip Wood a happy birthday. Well, thank oh. you again. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Keely. There you go, Keely. <laughs> I really do hope people call. That would make my day. That's 850-475-1555. Just pick up happy birthday to chip click there you go <laughs> thanks chip. thank you thanks thank stacy